Welcome to the Say Yes Movement Podcast. Hey, Heather, how's it going? It's going good, John. How about yourself? It's, you know, given that it's a cloudy day and it's rainy, it's it's a great day. It's a fantastic okay. day. I yeah. love that attitude. <laughs> well, I mean, we need the rain too, right? But yeah, it's it feels like night here in my house and it's just because I rely on so much natural sunlight. So when it's not here, I really... I really notice it, especially on the podcast. I try to get all my lights on, but this is the best I can do. My goodness. Listen, I got an artificial light in front of me, which is pretty much always on. It's a giant ring light. But uh, you're right. Like, I feel it. Like, in the corner, I can see the window, and it's like, it's dark. Yeah, and you're right. Like, I'm looking out, and it's it's like, it almost feels like it's winter. It's like, you know, it's it's winter time, and it's only 4 p.m. type of thing. Yes, well... Let me tell you what I did yesterday, and it's, you know, in, in Toronto, if you live in Toronto, it is definitely the sign that summer is over, mm-hmm. but I went to the exhibition with my sister and her husband, my brother-in-law, um, and it was, it, was, it was totally different than I remember it, John. It's way bigger, which is the opposite of what normally happens when you get older. Things get smaller, and you go back to them, and you're like, oh, this was so big when I was little, but and I haven't been to the X for many, many years, but... They have expanded the games and the rides and the casino and everything was just bigger. So it was actually really, really fun. And of course, all those nostalgic smells that come at you, reminding you of times that you were at the X with people that are no longer even around. And so it was really neat to just see, you know, people Mm. of all different ages, all different. and, And you could tell that they were going there for the nostalgia to tell the stories of when they were here when they were a kid and it was it was really really neat to see and they actually had a booth that you could look through a computer uh, like a, a laptop uh, tablet and then point it at uh, different windows to see what the exhibition looked like at different years. Oh, so it took wow. you back to, you know, 1951. And, you know, you could sort of see where the Princess Gates came into play. And oh, it was it was actually really, really nice. So, you know, I'm feeling a little nostalgic today. And uh, and uh, also, you know, glad that um, that the CNE is, uh, I've, you know, I've gone once this year. I'm not going twice. That's it. So I think I'm good for another 20 years. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny that you say that because I think, when did we go? Maybe it was last year. The year, well, I don't know if it was the year before. Maybe it was the year before. I think just as like things were starting to open back up. It's interesting that you say you found it bigger. I found it smaller. Like, interesting. So, yeah, so maybe it's different this year. I always love to watch the planes, right? Like the, mm. I think it's on like the last week, the last couple of days of the event. They have the planes that fly overhead, right? The snowbirds and things like that. But you're right. No, it is. I, I remember as a kid, you know, being taken down to the sea. Like that was, you know, before the big Wonderland opened up. Like actually, for those who remember, there was no Wonderland at one point. The C and E was it, right? Like that's where you would go C&E. for your rides, and you know that the, the that one ride that makes you sick because you're going backwards, and it's like you want to lose your lunch, especially after eating hot dogs and stuff, right? So yeah, it's yeah, it's interesting that you saw it. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. and what really struck me, John, is these you know 
I could see it. It was so clear, like three generations at the X together and, you know, aunts and, you know, and it was women that I was noticing, but, you know, grandma was there, you know, the aunts were there, the mom was there, the kids were there. And then, and then I think there was even some with four generations and they had the little, little kids, but, you know, I overheard someone telling the story of when they went for the first time and how much it costs to get into the X and, I remember my mom telling me those stories, the same thing, getting really excited when the exhibition was coming um, because that was, again, her, their form of entertainment. And mm-hmm. you know, I just thought, why do we need these events to tell these stories? These stories live with us <laughs> at any time. And we should really find a way to extract these stories by getting more curious with the people that are still our living relatives that, you know, have lived a full mm. life and have seen things that we haven't seen. And you know, when we when we get curious with our elders, let me tell you the stories that we can uncover. It's it's quite spectacular. It, it really is. Yeah. No, it's wow. Well, two things popped into my head. It used to only cost a dime to get on a ride, uh, but you're right. Like you know, just so. I, <laughs> also, sorry. The other thing was the experience that new Canadians have when they go to the CNE for the first time. Hmm. That always blows me away, right? Like this is essentially introducing new Canadians to the Canadian culture through the CNE, right? And they must be wondering, what do these guys eat, right? Because <laughs> um, the food is just like, and it gets wilder and wilder every year. Yeah. Anyways, I'm not going to talk about how I had the Dunkin' Donut hamburger. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> See, just the, uh, the talking about the X brings nostalgia to yeah, you, right? And things sorry. you've tried that are odd. <laughs> it was it was a Krispy Kreme hamburger. So two yep. Krispy Kreme donuts with a burger in the middle. Ah, okay, anyway, but you're right. No, having, you know, those nostalgic moments where you get to go back and you reflect, right? Like how many times, you're right, we don't need that, right? We don't no, we need don't the need CNE that. to bring up and elicit those emotions. Sometimes, and actually this isn't just, you know, yes, you know, we, we talk about the workplace a lot and we talk about just being curious about people, right? Mm-hmm. Like understanding where people come from. And one of the things I loved, <clears throat> I don't lose my voice this morning. One of the things I used to love was learning about people's culture, right? And mm-hmm. how it was different. And one of the things I did in the workplace is we would have, because of business constraints and budget constraints, we would have potlucks, right? And uh, people would bring in their own foods, but one of the things that we would do is people were bringing in their food. We kind of laid it all out on the table. I would always ask about, tell me about the story about that. Like how, you know, where does that come from? What are the origins of that? And just the whole room learning about that person and that culture, right? Because everybody would always try to bring, our, our team was so diverse and so different. You know, we would have things from, Uh, the Middle East, we would have foods from like Southeast Asia, the Philippines, China, Thailand, like you name it. It was India and Sri Lanka and all these different places. And it was just great to like understand why that particular meal was important to them, right? Like I I was, you know, I was a Portuguese guy, so I'd always bring the Portuguese chicken or the custards and everybody's like, oh, these are amazing. And just exposing each other right to to those moments but really i think and you nailed it right just being curious and why do we wait to be curious when it's already too late 
Well, and you're bringing up the food and the potluck, you know, and I think that's why this magic of the X, it's the, mm. the, the activation of the smell. So, yeah. you know, there's, there's food that we relate to our, you know, our youth, our, our t other times. And, you know, when you can have that dish that just immediately brings you back home or brings you back to the kitchen table with your parents as a child, whatever that, that dish is. And then you try to recreate it. I know my mom had this bread, bread pudding recipe mm. and my sister has tried maybe 20, 22 different recipes and it's just slightly off. And I'm sure it's some ingredients that was in my mom's cupboard that, you know, was unlabeled and we'll never know what it was, but it's just a little bit off, but she keeps trying to recreate it. So that's another thing to think about is, you know, do you have mm -hmm. all those recipes and do you know, are you relying on the people to make it? I know for me, uh, at Christmas time, I make a lasagna and all of my nieces and nephews go nuts since mm. they won't eat lasagna any other time of the year. This <laughs> they're waiting for this lasagna. And honestly, like it's 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 just sauce and cheese, but but it's a special sauce and it's it's a special sauce because it's a sauce that my mom used as we were kids, and oh, it's nice. it's actually really cheap bravo sauce that you get a giant tiger <laughs> full of Don't sugar see. i know Don't, but yeah but you, now but, they know now. <laughs> but you know what john there's this crazy story and i don't know if we talked about this already but bravo stopped making the sauce and there's a certain age group that went berserk and it's my age group because that was the the affordable pizza or or pasta sauce of our youth and so we we know what that tastes like and so when they stopped making it and they they don't have a big marketing budget so it's the sauce that's in the bottom of the of the um shopper you know the uh, of the of the shelves at the grocery store so you have to like really dig to find it and 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 now it's it's like i said it's that giant tiger so you have to again go to the bottom of the shelves but it's it's a really sweet um unique tasting sauce mm. but they stopped it for a few years so i literally stocked up on it so did my cousins we all stocked up on it <laughs> we don't know how to make lasagna without it like it doesn't taste the same but all I'm, why i'm bringing this up is you know the 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 smells the food the sitting down with people that mean something to you and getting mm. curious is so, so important to activate, you know, and remember what our purpose is. Remember mm. that we're not trying to do this all on our own. Before us, there was our parents, our grandparents, our great-grandparents, you know, our elders have lived their lives in order so we can live ours. And isn't that magic? Yeah, no, 100%. And, you know, you're talking about sauce. And so I live in a very affluent Italian neighborhood, right? Mm. And one of the things that people do at this time of the year is they do their tomato sauce, right? Like they make their own tomato sauce in their garage with the hot pot. Like it's, it's, it's quite the it's quite the sight to see, right? And you see like, you know, their garage is like full of tomato bushels and just it, it's it's crazy. And, um, you know, it's interesting because yesterday I was talking to somebody about that and we talk about traditions as well, right? Like, what are the things that you're doing that are really leaving an impact for future generations? And, you know, just going through that, right? Like this is, you know, when we think about our elders, right? We think about our parents in terms of like, I'm like, my parents aren't with me anymore, right? So yeah. one of the things my parents would do is, you know, around, I think it's 
later in the fall like the fall is typically when they would do their wine my dad would do the wine in the garage right like think of it <laughs> he would make his mm. own wine in the garage right like that's just what we did and it, it was always you know as a kid i'm like oh this is like you know i would always think like this is silly right like why would anybody like, just go to the store and just buy it right and at that point it was actually less expensive to make your own wine than it was to buy it but it was the process of being together Right. And it's the process of handing down those traditions down to the next generation. Right. Luckily, my sister picked up one of, one of the traditions and there's this um, bread sausage that Portuguese people make called Ayedish. Right. I don't know if you've ever had one, Heather, but we'll, I'll have to bring you one. And there's different ways to cook it. Right. Because you, okay. you can yeah. do it on the barbecue and it's smoked and it's delicious. But it's got a mix of like different meats with breads. Right. Like it's got your pork. It's got your uh it's got it's got beef it's got like a whole bunch of different things anyways it's really really delicious right it's very different but it's how you pass on those traditions right like the you think about the culture right the culture of our families that's what gets passed on to us that's right that's and right and that's you know and it's 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 a beautiful sight and you know as i'm you know when i'm running in the morning and i see these people in their garage like making these tomato sauce like, how cool is that? You know, you got like two, like you said, two or three different generations all working together and creating 100%. and building together. Because that's, you know, going back to the whole CNE thing, like that is tradition. Like that's it's not tradition. just tradition, but it's also legacy. Yes. Yes. Right? Legacy. It, it, it's what our parents pass on to us that we pass on to the next generation. And we hope that, you know, just like the bread pudding, just like your lasagna, now that you've found your sauce, <laughs> you know, it, it's a way of passing that on. And, you know, what do you, you know, the one thing it's interesting because this conversation is, 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 is really kind of opening up my eyes to things, you know, the one thing I'm always thinking about is legacy, right? So how do we leave a legacy that our future generations can hold on to and continue to grow, right? Like how do they keep moving forward with that? And the yeah. only way you can do that is to participate. Yes. Yes. Right. Participate and create new neural pathways and memories for the next generation and tell those stories, not to exclude them, but to invite them in. And, you know, we're talking about it in a family sense, but the same thing happens in the workplace. Mm -hmm. And when you create these cult, these, a culture of, you know, bonding and having conversations about different cultures and, you know, tell me about your recipe. This is how you build trust. And trust is the currency for everything that you want to do on your team. You cannot mm. do a single thing. You can't get a single result without trust. You can, but it's for a very short period of time. And then that trust gets eroded and people will leave you. So if you want to be a really good leader, this is one of those things that you want to do. You want to have them tell their stories, feel seen and heard, let them be uniquely on the team in a, in a really powerful way. You know, I love it when people tell me a little bit about their parents and I never ask this question until they tell me something about their parents first, because I don't know if it's going to evoke sadness or, mm. or anything because if they're still with us or, and depending, but I always love asking this question, what's the biggest lesson you learned from your mom or your dad? And that always, you know, yeah. the person always sort of takes this, uh, a step back and I see their, their eyes sort of look up and to the left 
And when that happens, I know that they're going back into their memory. They're going back and seeing exactly what's happening. And I've transported them in their mind's eye to a moment that is the most memorable moment. And you know what, John, the, the funniest thing, not the funniest thing, the, mo the most important thing to know is that moment is usually the smallest moment that you mm. can think of. It's a hug. It's a, someone fell down and scraped their knee and they got a bandaid put on by their mom. It's, you know, you got a tool for your dad and, you know, he was so proud of you. It's usually a moment that's just so uniquely just a moment and it's, it feels like insignificant and yet it's everything in mm. that moment. So, yeah. you know, yeah curious and ask people these questions and you know then you get to actually learn from their parents through that person and that's how the legacy of your parents and our ancestors continue to live on so i just i love that question and and sometimes it does get emotional but you know what it's it's good emotion it's definitely worth it yeah well it's just connecting with the with with, with the human right like what what's showing up for me and, and actually this sounds like it's a possibly to take away today mm -hmm. and uh, somebody who's new joining us on linkedin so i just wanted to take a second and say good morning excited to meet you as well yes um, and someone else is, <laughs> thinks it's thursday it's wednesday today like <laughs> yeah. just go check your calendar i don't want you to go to the wrong meetings it is still wednesday we still do mondays wednesdays and fridays <laughs> and we're apparently we're making felicia hungry today so yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> listen i'm yeah no 100 no listen heather and i we're on the 30-day shred we are on a mission to get ourselves to a, a particular health goal by the end of the month so yes I can think about it. And, you know, it's funny because I could actually start smelling some of that food as you were talking about it. Because what gets activated, our memory has an incredible job of just activating certain things. It's like, oh, why am I smelling that right now? Okay, we got to stop. We got to stop talking about food. <laughs> it's too early in the morning. It's driving me nuts. So here's the thing, right? Like, why not just treat people as humans today? Let's get curious around the people that we engage with on a regular basis. Right? The people that are with us, the people that are, you know, the people that we're interacting with, what is that one thing you can do today just to learn a little bit more about them without invading their space and getting too, too personal? Because I think, especially in the workplace, some people want to be very protective around what they share and what they don't share. But you're right, you know, actually even, and I think we've talked about this as well, you know, what's the best part of your week so far? Yes, it's a great question. Right? Because what you might get back as a response might surprise you. Right? So, like, let's let's make today, and so today I'll, I'll do the takeaway. Um, get curious about one thing and just learn one thing you didn't know about somebody today. Ooh, I love it. Right? Right? So whether it's a tradition, right, a tradition in their family, a tradition that they've grown up with, like the CNE for us, Right? Like, what's that one thing that you can learn about? What's that one thing that you can get curious about so you can learn more about that person and make more of that human connection? I think that would be, that would be, I think that would be special because here's the thing. At some point, that person is no longer going to be in your life or they might not be, right? Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's interesting how you create these connections with people that end up being in your life for such a long time. One of the things... Really quickly, I learned from my good friend, Sultan Akif, was, you know, when he builds connections with people, he's building connections for at least a decade, 
Like he's mm. building relate, he's building relationships for at least 10 years. Wow. And if it's not going to be a 10 year relationship, then you're not the, you know, it's not the right person to be in that circle in your circle. Right. Like Ooh, that's we, a, the, that's a topic we need to explain. I know. There's I know. So we, much we, there. My we, goodness. We, you can't just drop that with 10 seconds to go, John. My I know. But I, you gotta, you gotta keep coming back. Cause then you never know what we're talking about next. But yeah, I know. Like, like let's just, and what we've been talking about today is just make, connection like make a solid connection with somebody just by being curious to create new memories and Heather you said it too right creating new neural pathways to help us it actually opens us up yeah. right it, it gives us a different view on the world if we can see something from somebody else's perspective and and you know if you if you're not sure what questions to ask just say I was listening to a podcast this morning and this was the call to action I thought I'd love to know a little bit more about you so you know is there a tradition in your family is there mm. a, something that you know a lesson that you've learned from someone important in your life I, could you tell me a little bit more about that and yeah. and so bridge it that way and and make it really soft a nice soft landing for the other person and then you can of course tell them come join me for listening for the podcast <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and actually, I'm going to invite the people that are listening in right now or anybody who's listening to the replay or the podcast that gets posted online, drop your comment. What's what's the one thing that you'd like to share with us, right? What's one tradition that stands out for you or what's that one memory that you're really fond of that you're open to sharing with us? And just drop it in the chat. Listen, I go in afterwards. I know Heather does as well. We go in, we read the comments in the chat. We'd love to see that from you. So uh, share that with us too, right? Like you're our community. We're here to serve you and we're here to, you know, send this message out to you. So let us know, right? Give us that one bit of information that you'd be open to sharing with us. Okay. I can't believe we're already at time. That's kind of crazy, right? Um, of course. All right. All right. Okay. So thank you for tuning in. And just remember when you shift your mindset, you shift your life, wishing you all a great one. Talk to you all soon. Take care.